welcome to another mini-sode of Primordial Threads. I'm one of your hosts, Hannah. I'm Anna, and today we are talking about the moon on a nice moon day with the moon in Taurus. We planned this so well. We did. We really did. She just ented. We love it. Um, Yeah, so we're doing... Generally, yes. Currently, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Taurus moons have been kind of rough lately. We were talking about. Mm-hmm. I think it's little... the Uranus influence. It's uh, shaking up all the comfy stuff. You know, it's like it is comfy, and then Uranus is like, no. Yeah, it's like every time <laughs> Luna gets back to Taurus, it's like her cozy, like her best friend's house, and she's like coming in the back door, like hello. And then there's like this asshole in the middle of the house. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of the really shitty commercials where it's like the mayhem guy and he just like comes in and fucks shit up. (laughs) Literally. Oh my god. That's exactly how it is. And she's like, oh, oh my god. And she just has to like go around all of the mess and she's like trying to clean up as like Uranus is just smashing shit and like redecorating and be like, did you ask Venus? (laughs) Yeah. It's like she finally gets in for her bubble bath and then she just hears someone hanging up pictures because why? And then she's (laughs) just like a banging. Clunk, clunk, clunk. She's like, fuck, can't meditate. So yeah, we're talking about the moon today. Um, and that kind of, we already highlighted um, the moon's uh, exaltation in Taurus, um, which both of us have Taurus moons. So we feel that very deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, but the moon rules and has domicile in Cancer, um, which is a cardinal water sign. Um, and we were talking the other day, actually, about a theme of Cancer and the moon feels like agency. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's a really cool one to start off with. Um, because while the moon is like a, it's, it reflects, right? It's reflecting what the moon does is it reflects the sun's light. It follows a cycle of reflection where it's sometimes it's super bright and sometimes it is completely dark and there is no light of the sun to be seen. Um, I also think absorption is a good one for the mm. sun, you know, because like it goes and picks up all of its little things throughout the cycle mm-hmm. and then reflects them back as it mm-hmm has absorbed exactly yeah um and when we think about cardinal like you know cancer being a cardinal sign being like active i was kind of coming at it from the lens of like why would the moon not rule a mutable sign because it's like always changing it's like moves the fastest like that feels super mutable to me um but then you kind of pointed out how it was more of like an initiation Mm -hmm. situation yeah, like the moon does what she wants and she's moving that fast because she wants to. Mm-hmm. And so there is like where Hannah brought in the agency part of it. Like that's kind of how I was mm-hmm. thinking of it in my head. And like yeah. that's why it would be the cardinal because, you know, like the cycle is fixed. The moon is going to do what the moon wants mm-hmm. no matter what else is going on. And like, yes, it's tied to the sun, but that doesn't necessarily change the moon cycle. Uh, well okay yeah. if we did take away the sun yes it but. would but I think what's interesting too is we have to factor in the moon's relationship with the earth itself mm-hmm. um and how it's like you know that's the relationship that like actually matters in a way in a weird way like mm-hmm. yes the sun is re- like shining light on the moon and the moon is reflecting that light and that we get things from the moon like moonlight in the evening and full moons new moons whatever but at the end of the day it's this moon's relationship with the earth itself that you know creates the tide changes Mm -hmm. and we can see um it moves through the sky different times you know it's something about just 
the choice of the relationship that it has with the earth mm-hmm. getting reflected by the sun. I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I feel well, like I think it's the closest, you know? So mm-hmm. like, if you think about the whole idea of the planets having an influence on us, then obviously the moon would be one that we would feel mm. the closest just because it is. <laughs> it is. Sense. Exactly. So. And the moon is the one that, you know, as we go through our daily lives, like that, it changes signs every two, three days. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like the first thing that when I tell people to, who ask, like, you know, I want to get into astrology, what, what should I look into? I'm like, just start learning about the moon. Start mm-hmm. tracking the moon cycle. See if you feel different from day to day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. And as I think I've gotten a little bit deeper into the astro- astrological practicing and things, it really feels like the signification of the moon being tied to the body becomes more and more important because I feel it in my body whenever the moon changes signs or if it's in a place that's not great for my chart and it's with my malefics and stuff, I just feel like shit. <laughs> yes, that's actually exactly what I was about to say. It's okay, like, cool. <laughs> it comes back to the moon signifying the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really does it has an effect on the body um in the chart it kind of signifies like the things that you need to feel um comfort because it does these things like yes it reflects the light it is a reflective um receptive kind of a um entity but it also it nurtures it fosters it tends Mm -hmm. um it's the divine yin mm -hmm. so it is that a little bit more passive than the yang but I don't think that necessarily means that it doesn't do anything or that it doesn't have the agency yeah it's a it's a reactive you know Mm -hmm. responsive um yes that's perfect yeah there's still action but it's not initiating it's Mm -hmm. more following through exactly um I, I think that reactive responsive thought is important because that is what it does you know and even the moon as an archetype which we'll get into more deeply when we do our full archetypal episodes um but it is the unconscious self it is the part that is kind of taking in everything that's happening and formulating like how it feels about it and then giving you that gut instinct for like it's the instinct it's not so much the reason it's the instinct Mm -hmm. there's like a wildness about it in a way where the sun feels a little bit more refined and reason and pattern the moon feels Mm -hmm. a little bit like even though it's not unpredictable like we can predict its cycles and changes like seeing it change every day it can be jarring it feels like whoa it's like that's a lot like that's a lot happening (laughs) Yeah, and no, that feels kind of like the mind versus the body then yes. as well. Or I know Mercury kind of gets uh, lumped in with the brain and the intellect, but if you read the texts from Valens and things like that, they will talk about how the sun also signifies the mind. Yeah, exactly. And so it does feel like, you know, obviously the mind would be calculating and thinking and processing mm-hmm. in that way. And like you said, the body just reacts. And exactly. It has that instinctual fight flight yeah kind of thing, which is also interesting to think about because then it's like oh well you can like turn your adrenaline on on a dime and that feels very changeable like the moon exactly yes mm-hmm. and I love that it brings in like so we've talked in the last episode about the sun about how the sun kind of embodies this masculine energy whereas the moon is feminine and it doesn't even necessarily have to be tied to gender but I do love that you know we're taught because this is why I think I like exploring this is because 
femininity in our society and our culture, what we've been taught, it's very, it's supposed to be quiet. It's supposed to be suppressed. It's supposed to be protected. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be um, very prim and proper and put together, but like the actual tenets of feminine energy is kind of wildness it's chaos like the masculine creates exactly the masculine creates the container to hold and protect that wildness and allow for that wildness to be expressed but Mm -hmm. um and I think that you know and if you look at which I'm so excited for us to dive into but like a lot of the mythology (laughs) of different moon goddesses over the ages like yeah they're not just like Oh, I come to you with the light of the moon. Nah, girl. Like, they're out there with moonsicles. <laughs> like, they're like, let's get some shit going. I want to cut a bitch, which also <laughs> feels very cardinal, right? Where mm-hmm. It is that wild, unhinged, untamable kind of energy. Yes. And there's an element of protection to it, too. Like, there's mm-hmm. an element of wanting yes. to create safety and doing whatever it takes to do mm-hmm. that. Um, think about like the divine mother archetype mm-hmm. it transcends all cultures and typically the divine mother is correlated with the moon sometimes mm-hmm. and so that kind of has that element of protection as well where you think yeah. about like a mother is going to protect more than yeah and I, I use that term loosely <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah and I mean that brings you hear mama bear all the time like because of mm-hmm. the fierceness of you know a woman scorned like a lot of these things yeah, that we say hell hath you know? no fury <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly um i think the moon and you can see this in the cancer archetype reflected <laughs> as well um <laughs> what you did there but yeah cancer is a very protective um you know the the crab with the shell you know you mm-hmm. said earlier like wanting to take everything that you love into that and be like this is this is my home this is my corner do not touch me i will fucking kill you yep. um <laughs> that's where okay you're going to hate this so Go ahead. don't be mad at me Go ahead. but i think the lunar people can kind of be hoarders Oh God, yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like God, you guys, yeah. you guys just collect, and I say this. I don't even want to my turn my camera around. Like I don't. <laughs> well, I you can't. see all of our crap back there. It's mostly <laughs> Lane. At least it's organized. Like, things. As I did that. I was like, I refuse for it not to be. Like, <laughs> the cap rising said, "Hold on. <laughs> let me contain. Let me create this container for your looter vest." Yes. <laughs> the solar and the lunar that's what I'm saying like (laughs) that's why it's important to have the balance you have the yang the act of like let me organize let me put this all together so that you can have your lunar whimsies like yeah yeah no I would agree with that (laughs) there's because you hear sentimental value two things Mm -hmm. I would ascribe to the moon sentimentality and value you know like what do you value what do you um I think another thing that we talk about with the moon is emotional safety. Like it likes Mm -hmm. to, like we've been talking about protection. The moon relates to our body, that instinctual fight or flight. Um, And emotions are a thing I think um, that can be influenced by other planets, but I feel like the emotional experience, what it takes for someone to feel, maybe this is what it is as I'm talking through this, what it takes for someone to feel safe, to be vulnerable. Mm. That's your moon sign that makes sense that's your moon sign because in order for you like i said with the yin and yang you have to have the proper container in order to be able to Mm -hmm. have this viscous emotional experience Um, yeah and you think about it like what i mentioned i don't remember if it was 
and the solar or if it was just a minute ago but you know like with therapy and things like that like people Mm -hmm. have to have the proper environment in order to be able to emote and release those emotions and feel it and also just to tack on to that your body uh, there's like a book that's called your body keeps score I was about to reference this exact book yes (laughs) it's like your emotions and your body are just inherently intertwined and that Mm -hmm. feels very lunar but and I also I just feel like we haven't said anything about what the moon does but we just heard like going on no we've been talking about what it does because we've been saying it reflects it protects it nurtures it tends it it does all of these things it's wild it's reactive it's feeling it experience Mm -hmm. it's very experiential I feel like a lot of your physical experience of the world can come back to your moon and venus signs um Mm -hmm moon so more so for how it just is I would say the luminaries are kind of like your experience of the way things are like they kind of shape your reality for what you believe I guess is a good solar word but um believe can also be tied to the intuition into your gut into the moon side Mm -hmm. of things you know um how your physical experience shapes what you believe Mm -hmm. um it's kind of like a moon jupiter moon sun thing yeah okay So then what do you feel like the moon does in the natal chart? Ooh, the moon does a lot. Um, The moon (laughs) does a lot. It's the unsung hero. (laughs) In my chart, it rules my sun. So, you know, Um, but the moon, I think definitely like we were kind of saying, it shows what you need in order to feel safe, in order to feel cared for, in order to feel um dare I say loved? Maybe not loved. When I say loved, I mean it more in the sense of like valued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Less in the sense of like commitment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like love is such a Saturnian thing in a weird way. I would <laughs> agree. It depends on the type of love you're talking about because in English we only have one word, but in the Greek we have like six or nine or something. That's fair. I guess just the way that I conceptualize love, which mm-hmm. is surprise, surprise. I'm like, <laughs> it's a choice. It is. No, it absolutely is. Oh my God, we should absolutely do an episode on love. I am 100% here to do that. Yes. And the different plan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I'm I feel like it. the moon definitely ties into that. Um because it, it it's what you need to feel in order to feel loved mm-hmm. like yeah to yeah feel that value so you know when you're looking at I mean this is a great sinistry tie-in um when you're looking at two charts you see that each other's moon signs it's like okay that's almost like the love languages like what do each of those people need in order to like feel seen valued well maybe not seen that's a little bit more solar mm-hmm. but valued loved cared for mm-hmm. um if being cared appreciated. for appreciated <laughs> yeah the whole value thing I think comes back I think protected too yeah like, what, what do you need to feel protected yeah it comes back to safety I feel like the mm-hmm. moon and safety is a big thing and that's why you know cancers get the bad rap for being crybabies but I think it's more that they are so emotionally in tune with what their body needs Mm -hmm. that they are willing to do number one express whatever it is their body needs and number two protect whatever it is and that can come across like really intensely I'll be I'm a cancer I'll be honest like when I go to bat for what I think is important for my safety or someone else's yeah vicious (laughs) vicious vicious calculated hell hath no fury like hannah protecting (laughs) mama bear yeah i literally have called me hannah bear 
Like, <laughs> I prefer handcakes, but I do think I also prefer handcakes, but <laughs> it's more of like the mama bear like vibe. They're like, let's mm-hmm. just put them together. It's great. <laughs> like, yeah. No, and I totally noticed that with Lane as well, having the Cancer Taurus energy. Mm-hmm. And he is so protective of things yeah. like, you, you do not mess with his family even slightly or he's just yeah. instantly like what'd you mm-hmm. say <laughs> oh definitely and I mean he and I are both Taurus risings with the cancer in the third house right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so it's yeah. like the protection is in oh, your yeah. immediate environment and it's mm-hmm. on you know his IC too so he is just hyper protective of home and yeah the things that are like really that was my question if it's on an IC so mm-hmm yeah, yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> yes, we have a plan for if anybody ever if anybody breaks us. in, it is oh my is going to swing the longsword around while naked and scare them. And <laughs> and there's the Scorpio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Dead. but tell me though, if there is not a grown man who's like pretty muscular running down a hallway at you with a longsword, just full full naked, just screaming, I'd, I'd be out. I would turn around. You're too crazy for me, bro. (laughs) That is actually like, that is very cancer moon. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, that is like, they will do, like, my little sister's a cancer moon. Um, and she, will do weird shit to freak people out and get them off her back. And I'm like, yeah, okay. (laughs) No, it's a tactic. Yeah. Yeah. Like Lane wants people to think that he's just unhinged or something. Cause he's like, then they won't fuck with me. And I'm like, (laughs) like, but then they think that I'm with an unhinged person that I know you're not. (laughs) And Saturn is like, and that is simply not the truth. (laughs) It is simply just not the image we want to put out in the world. Correct. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm dead. I love that. It's funny. Okay. <gasps> anyway. Yeah. I No, I mean, I feel like that's a great way to end our discussion on what the moon does. It runs naked down a hallway with a saber. Mm-hmm. Uh, Protecting sword, what I love. Protecting what, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not for nothing, but nakedness, I would say, is a moon thing. It's mm-hmm. the body. Yeah. I love the body. naked. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm not gonna lie we were talking about that today I'm like fuck clothes man right our tourist moods are like nah dude I just I want I needed to be in an environment that's comfortable enough for me to be nude at all times but I want to be wrapped in like a furry blanket you know what I mean there's the Taurus I like it it feels comfy and cozy <laughs> My, the best gift I ever received was a fuzzy robe and what is all over it moons that's amazing. Little half moons, yeah. So then I don't have to get dressed for work in the morning when I work from home. I can just wrap myself in my room moon robe, and it's just as good. You, you saw it here, folks. That's what a first house moon does. <laughs> I agree. Hey. You clothe yourself in don't the moon. Don't tell my boss. Everything's fine. It's fine. okay. You don't know her. <laughs> so yeah. So I guess to wrap up, like another example for like where moon placements are and kind of how that ties in is like I have my fifth house moon Mm. and so like to be able to feel comforted and like I'm valued and things like that weirdly it's like quality time um where it's like you know you think about the significations of the fifth house where it's like games and creation and Mm. 
still have that kind of stuff and it feels very connective towards other people Mm -hmm. and like of course there's sex there too but that's not like Mm -hmm. the end all be all for (laughs) protection and stuff but um you know it is like that interacting with other people in a positive way Mm -hmm. does make me feel good and I love playing games with people and hanging out quality time feels very Taurus moon fifth house whereas I would say like my Taurus moon in the first half first house first (laughs) house is more um (laughs) words of affirmation Mm -hmm. no that makes sense yeah Mm -hmm. words of affirmation uh acts of service sometimes yep you know Mm-hmm. yeah and that so, feels very lunar too acts of service feels lunar yeah oh my gosh we should go through the sun the not the sunset the uh love, love languages, languages. Mm-hmm. and the planets we're doing a love episode folks you heard it yes, you heard it here it's, it, it's been decided it has to do <sighs> okay it's decided well yeah any we final complete? i think so that was a pretty like comprehensive slam uh, bam thank you ma'am hey yo uh, we will <laughs> be doing a more extensive series um on the um, archetypes of the moon where uh, you know different archetypes through mythologies and tv shows and um, kind of really bringing the moon mm-hmm. to life as an energy um, but we just wanted to give you guys a quick you know what does the moon actually do before mm-hmm. we got into that and um, so you can just hear our weird unorganized thoughts because this is love fun to see it <laughs> Um, let us know in the comments, um, or on Twitter, you know, your thoughts on what the moon does. What does the moon do in your chart? What do you notice it does? Um, and yeah. we'll catch you for the next couple. It sounds good. Awesome. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye guys. <laughs>